0: Thanks for downloading this podcast from Brum Radio. For more programmes, search our podcast page at brumradio.com. In the heart of Birmingham, one team
1: to bring you your week in geek. It's the Geeky Brummy Show every Saturday, 12 till 1 on Brum Radio. Hello, you're listening to The Geeky Brummer Show with myself, Ryan Parrish. I'm here with producer Guy. Hi, Guy. hey you doing? Uh, Regular Akura. <laughs> Keith Bloomfield. Hi, hey, Keith. Hi, everybody. Uh, Philip Ellis has returned from his travels across the world. Hello, hello, hello. And we have um, Mick from UK Gaming Expo. Good afternoon. And Simon, who's a regular volunteer for the UK Gaming Expo. Uh,
2: hello. How are you both
1: doing?
3: Everybody? Yeah, doing great, thank you.
1: Yeah, uh, we'll be all this happy Saturday afternoon in Drizzly Digbeth.
3: I'm alright, yeah, I'm not too bad. Keith? Extremely happy.
1: Yeah, so uh, we actually uh, were out for a little second earlier, um, myself, Keith and Guy, at the Warcraft booth at Cineworld Birmingham, weren't we?
3: Yeah, it was quite entertaining and different. I don't yeah. think I made
4: a good
0: performance
3: but <laughs> yeah, we got our War Cry on We got
1: our War Cry Warcraft, on. Yeah. and we'll get that on Twitter a little bit a, a, a little bit later today.
3: <laughs> so he's <that> excited about <laughs> yeah,
1: it. I am that excited about it. But they they have the booth there until tomorrow evening, so if you do want to go and record your own Warcraft Warcry, give that a shout out and go down and say hello and you're from the Geeky Brim Show. Um So this week we have a jam-packed show. As mentioned, we've got UK Games Expo in, who are going to tell us all about what's going on on the 3rd to the 5th of June across the NEC and the Hilton Metropole. Uh, We have Phil return to talk us what's happening on Game of Thrones up-to-date and talk us about what's happening on Tall Tales this week. Uh, We have Pound Shop Cosplay, of course, and it's Keith's unfortunate turn this week.
5: I'm looking forward to it. Uh,
1: We have top trumps today and guy you picked this week's pack of top trumps
3: we have it's celebrities from 2002
1: (laughs) yes so that should be an interesting combination um also we're gonna have geeky games on and we're gonna have a bit of a tv special where we'll be going through what's been cancelled and renewed and trying to get people in the studio to guess what's going on uh and this week's track is guy
3: (laughs) this week's track for what for our introduction. Oh yeah, this is a little competition that I'm gonna introduce. Yeah, it completely threw me there. (laughs) So this week you heard Ryan come on to the 1990s Grange Hill theme tune. Um, I discovered a video online from when I was trying to find this theme tune of Grange Hill. But yeah. it had a clip from an old episode of Grange Hill right yeah. at the beginning. It was only about five seconds of clip. We're going to post this on Twitter, and I want the funniest description as to why this episode ended in this way. give you a brief description. At the end of the episode is a dog barking outside of the classroom door. Then it goes into the end credits, so anybody who can provide me the best explanation as to why this happened in Grange Hill over the course of the next week I'll give you a, a mystery prize.
1: Ooh, mystery prize, mystery prize is always good. Right, so now we're here with Mick Pearson, who's the press and PR officer for UK Games Expo, and we're here with Simon as well, who's a regular volunteer. Hello, gentlemen.
2: Good afternoon. Hello.
1: Yeah, so uh, for those who haven't been or going for the first time to the UK Gaming Expo, can you explain what the event is and what
5: kind of things you do there? Well, the event is everything about games. Uh, we focus on board games, role-playing games, uh, war games family games is a big emphasis for us we really want to see families and we have a massive kids zone uh, there's so much going on it would take me half an hour um, but those are the nuts and bolts of the show yeah. and this year it's our 10th anniversary
1: wow yeah so as you mentioned it's 10th anniversary how how has the show grown over the previous decade do you think
5: it's grown massively. I, whilst we were at our previous venue, we were probably increasing visitor numbers by about 20% a year, year mm. on year. Wow! Since we moved to the Hilton and now we're moving into the NEC for the, most of the show, yeah. um, we're seeing 40% increase in numbers. Mm. Uh, we're forecasting anything over 15,000 visitors. That's footfall, yeah. people, people on the floor yeah. during the three days or one, two or three days. So yeah, it has grown immensely.
1: Mm-hmm. And Simon, you've been a regular volunteer for quite a few years now, haven't you? Uh,
2: well, no, I'm volunteering actually this year, but yeah. I've been attending. Oh, a once, been attending. And I, but you I, generally actually, to be fair, I haven't you know, volunteered because you, you <laughs> go and you see friends who are running a counter yeah. and, they, and then somebody says, oh, how does this game work? And uh, you go, oh, actually, I know this one. And then, you should, and then yeah. two hours later, and you go, oh, <laughs> God, <I'm, laughs> <is the> time <laughs> I, I volunteered, yeah. sort of. But you don't mind, it's, yeah. it's, it's quite nice um, and, yeah. and it's good to help.
1: Yeah, so you mentioned you're across the two sites, so what can we find at each site?
5: Okay, well, in the Hilton itself, which is our venue for last year, are all the organised games. So, tournaments, such as uh, games like Settlers of Catan, Mm -hmm. uh, Carcassonne, Age of Wonders, all those sorts of things. Yeah, some classic games. Including a 450-plus Star Wars X-Wing competition, which is massive, supported by FFG, who who, who made... uh, you made Star Wars uh, X-Wing so those are all going on and some of the prizes that we can give um, the Catan winner will get his flights or her flights paid for as Mm -hmm. well as um, as well as entry to the States for the World Catan Championship so we're giving away some pretty big prizes that is a very impressive prize
1: yeah for those who have not played the X-Wing miniature game it is one of the best new board games that's come out over the last few years It's as you can probably tell, it's Star Wars-focused. We've got lots of mentions of the ships. It's a very strategy-based game. It's, it, it, it's one of my favourites. And and there's loads of videos on YouTube of YouTube people playing it. I mean, Will Wheaton does his tabletop gaming series, which is probably one of the biggest ones out there. He's done that with Seth Green, I think it was. Um, so, as you mentioned there, you, you've tailored the show to be all-inclusive and include family members as well. So what kind, what kind of things are family-related to that? You, that there's there's two
5: big areas within the. This is within the NEC rather than the Hilton. Yeah. Um We have a, fam- we have a, 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 a family zone, a kids zone, run by a company uh, called Imagination Gaming. They've yeah. been coming to the show for years but they've taken more and more space Mm -hmm. and that's where um, kids can play games in safety, all the the organisers in that area are CRB checked, they work in in industries such as education uh, and so they're they're used to dealing with young children playing games. Mm -hmm. Um, Then we've got a company called Coiled Spring who are one of our major exhibitors, they also have an emphasis on on games for young children. Yeah, um, and and I could talk for hours about the benefits of playing actual games yeah. with kids rather than just parking them in front of a tablet or a phone.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, family time is a majorly important thing. I mean, I think everybody in the world has at least played Monopoly at Christmas with their family.
5: I Mainly, probably
1: not to the usual. Outcome that everybody would like to do with the table being tiptoed, but it's a great time <laughs> for families to get together and play games together. And um, settlers and C- Catan you mentioned there, Carcassonne, yeah. great introductory board yes. games and great ways for families to learn how to play.
0: Especially they're quite they're quite easy to pick up. They're good to go in. Uh, Keith, do you play a lot of board games with your family? Not as many as we used to. The kids have got a bit older now, so yeah. they, they have done a similar thing where they've progressed onto iPads and stuff. But they do play things like. Hearthstone and stuff, so they, they understand the concepts yeah. of, of games and they're big players of kind of yeah. uh, Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon and kind yeah. of stuff like that, so they, yeah. they kind of do a bit of that. Board games, not so much. Even when I try and drag out the Escape from Death Star game <laughs> that I had from when I was a kid, <laughs> yeah. they gonna kind of look at me and go, uh, okay dad, but yeah, yeah. When we can, we play a few, but it's so, sometimes it's quite, a, yeah. it's a big setup. We've got miniatures, my son likes to collect the miniatures, things like X-Wing yeah. mm. and all of those kind of things. He loves to just collect the, the yep. bits, but setting up a game is sometimes a bit tough for us, really.
6: Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, Phil, are you a card game or a board gamer at all? Um... Cards Against Humanity is probably the closest <laughs> um, I ever come to, to being yeah. a, a, a just, a card just so a everybody's cover. clear who's <laughs> listening that is not a family game
7: <laughs> not it really that. really is
6: not then. it's no. great great fun for, for grown ups only
1: yeah it's definitely a grown ups game and it is the f- way to find out what people are actually like in real life behind the scenes and a great game that me and my wife play quite often is Exploding Kittens which is a guy drawn <gasps> by the guy who draws the oatmeal yes
6: yes which, that I've I've um I've, I've seen I've, I've I think I actually met the the, um, guy who invented that Um, very very funny (laughs) yeah really really great game again maybe not the most kid friendly but but great great fun I think teenagers and that would be a great game to play yeah
2: Yeah. (laughs) There is a friend. There's a kids-friendly version and a non-kids-friendly ver- version. Friendly version, version yes. yes. Yeah,
1: we have the kids-friendly
2: version just in case. Just don't get them
1: mixed up. <laughs> no, yeah, just yeah, don't yeah, play yeah, that yeah. and cars against humanity together at the same time. Uh, so, sorry, Mick. Back to yourself. As we mentioned, the show is across three days, so it's on the third to the fifth of June, yes. and you're expecting the region of
5: 14,000 people across the at three least, days. I would say. Um, yeah. In the past, we've had 13 and a half last year, I think. Yeah. Um, because we've now got the NEC, we've got wider aisles for certainly the exhibitors. So yeah one of the criticisms we get very few criticisms is there's a bit of a crush factor Mm -hmm. but uh, the NEC insists on aisles wide enough and so we've got plenty of space uh, and to look around the show we're actually putting floor street signs on so people can find out where they're going they're all game themed yeah um, so uh, everyone should be able to find their way to the yeah. stall or stand that they want to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the good things for newbies going to, or new new gamers yeah. going to Expo, is a lot, of the, a lot of the exhibitors will be showing off their games, yes. and they will demo them. So you can actually try before you buy, because just because it's got some snazzy artwork on the front yeah. of the box doesn't, mean doesn't always equate to a good game. So uh, we're doing that. Um, we have top-notch security. We have to. Yeah. And uh, every year we bring in Star Wars Stormtroopers to be our our security. <laughs> and one of the funniest moments for me at Expo was when we were back at the Clarendon Suites. Yeah. The car park stopped and no cars coming around the car park. Yeah. And I went out to have a look and I couldn't believe it. There was a car with its boot up and doors open and two Stormtroopers searching the car. <laughs> the kids were absolutely enthralled, mum and dad were, were loving it even the cars behind who would normally be blasting on the horns and getting out to say come on I want to get into the show were actually sitting there laughing and at the end they came out with the, the classic Star Wars line these are not the droids we are looking for <laughs> close the boot and off yeah. with the kids it's that sort of atmosphere at the yeah. show it's a very happy friendly place to be
1: uh, and that's great, that's great and you get a lot of people prototyping games there and showing off prototypes we do
5: we've got um, we've got a prototype area mm-hmm. um, but a couple of other things that we're also doing we have the Expo Awards now yeah. that's for games released during the 12 months since the last Expo Yeah. So and they're becoming quite prestigious people are game designers are starting to put them on their yeah. on their boxes now as an expo award winner but mm-hmm. I'm also hosting we did a dragon's den a couple of years ago yeah this time we've had to call it something different because it's yes. bigger yeah now last time we did it we had 20 People yeah. um, turn up and display their games, yeah. and we put them in front of a panel of industry specialists.
1: Yeah, so just see.
5: This year, watch, yeah. this year, and that the idea is to try and get a game into publication with yeah. one of those. This year, we got six judges. Yeah, and some high f- high flyers as well. Yeah. Christian Pettersen from FFG yes. is one of our judges. Yeah, um, as is a representative from Mayfair Games, who mm. made Catan. Yes, um, but we had fifty entries. Wow now so it's
1: exploded a little bit yeah before.
5: we learned from the experience of two years ago we we're only having 12 finalists so i'm yeah. afraid there are 38 gamers out there <laughs> who unfortunately no matter how good or bad their game was couldn't get into the show so we've got 12 finalists that's on Saturday afternoon yeah so we're doing quite a bit to try and generate new blood coming into the uh, into the games industry
1: so as you mentioned earlier as well you have a lot of people who volunteer to help out at the show with with the amount amount of crowds that you've got there and Simon you mentioned yourself you're a volunteer this year
2: I mean how how did you register and volunteer Oh, uh, you go to the online website uh, and there's a volunteering panel. Yeah. And then there was a. Uh, you basically go through a, a bunch of text to say, you know, what's expected of you and all mm-hmm. these other things and what shifts you can do. And then you, yeah. you tick them off and, and then uh, you get. You just go through the for the thing and you, you, you tell them what size your t shirt you need to wear yeah. and that kind of thing. Um, and then it's kind of. Um, just, uh, Pretty much sorted. Yeah.
5: So, are you still looking for volunteers for this year, or have you got the roster full? I am not hundred percent sure. Yeah. Um, we we regularly have a few people drop out at the last minute, so there yeah. may be a few slots available. Yeah. Um, one thing to stress is that we are looking this year. We've changed the rules this year. If you like, we're looking for an eighteen-hour commitment at least. Right. Because in the past we've had people come and do three hours and then four hours and six hours and the administration of that is is pretty, pretty pretty terrible, so 18 hours um, we have been providing rooms for those volunteers. They don't yeah. have to go home every night yeah. and come back again in the morning. But I don't know what the current position is on volunteers. Right. All I can suggest is go to our website and mm-hmm. go to the volunteer page. And your website is UK. just, um, so, ukgamesexpo.co.uk. Yeah. I'm sure we'll have it at the end of the program as well. Um, yeah. But just put, just look for volunteers on the uh, on, on the system. Yeah. Email us and we'll see if there are any slots available.
1: Yeah. And I think. Uh, volunteering is a great way to get involved in the event. I mean, Keith, have you volunteered
0: for events in the past? I've not volunteered for an event in the past. Yeah, uh, usually because it's good to be at an event and take yes. it all in. But uh, just have, just had a look at the, the website for UK Games Expo and we tweeted the link out. Yeah. Um, looks like a great event. So I think yeah. being there and being there as a volunteer would be just a great thing because you'll see a lot of kind of how these events work and the kind of yeah. the, the commitment and passion
5: to all of this stuff that's I going mean, on.
1: As it's only 18 hours across the whole weekend, it gives you time as well as you're there to wander you around. We can do see the show. Games, yeah. We're
5: as flexible as we can be. If someone wants to take part in a competition yeah. or see one of the events that's going, on then you know we'll try and honor that request mm-hmm. and I've got to say that there are volunteers who've been coming for as long as I have to the show yeah. I've done this is my ninth out of the ten shows yeah and there are a few volunteers not that many um, who have been with us from the start mm-hmm. and if you look at people who have been going for five years there's quite a number of people who yeah. come back year and year out they see it as part of their holiday period yeah and that's what they come to expo for yeah and
1: so you've got quite a lot of live events over the weekend as well including uh, an ex-doctor who I believe.
5: We have Colin Baker the 6th Doctor Who as our special guest and he's <laughs> going to be doing one or two things uh, whilst he's in uh, in the building yeah. and uh, we've got other, other guests as well. We've got a great cosplay team coming mm-hmm. in, I've already mentioned the Stormtroopers yeah. but there will be and there's a random element to this. We've had all sorts of people just turn up on the day yeah. with a costume. I can remember yeah. about three years ago. We had a great Jack Sparrow.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: He, got, he got the walk <laughs> off to a tee, the affectation off to a tee, yeah. and every, everybody just loves to see them. They're, 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 they, they don't get paid, yeah. they don't cost us anything. Yeah. Um, if we knew about them in advance, they'd be getting in for nothing, yeah. but they are an essential part of the show now. Mm-hmm. I'm told, don't hold me to this, because I'm not sure if it's been conser- confirmed yeah. yet, we've got an eight-foot Space Marine from uh, Warhammer 40k oh. coming. <laughs> now the biggest thing is, can he get through the door? Um, that's yeah. the thing. I it one as a
0: Space Marine. Yeah. He'll just
5: he'll just he'll make the just door, the door yeah. bigger. Well, I don't yeah. think the NEC would be too gripped with that, yeah. but I'm sure he can get in. <laughs> yeah. But if he's wandering around, you are not going to miss that coming. <laughs> I, yeah, be, I mean, not, we
1: saw a um, Warcraft, um, a Space Marine a few weeks back at the Birmingham Comics Festival, didn't we, guy?
3: He was a large chap, I've
1: got to say. <laughs> he was a very large chap. The gals was about seven foot tall at the Comics Festival. Uh, so mentioned you can about the website. Where can we find you online for more information?
5: Everything's on www.ukgamesexpo.co.uk. Uh, you can sign up for our newsletter. We mm-hmm. send out regulars, especially in the run-up to the show, yep. just telling you what things are about yep. and uh, what... Uh, what events are happening what you might want to do yeah. gives you food uh, sort of suggestions we have a street food court in the and yeah. car park so all sorts of things like that mm-hmm. just to make your experience as a visitor to Expo yeah. as simple as possible given yeah. it's such a big show now
1: and we can find you on Twitter at UK Games Expo We're on Facebook at UK Games Expo lots well. of friends on yeah. Facebook so yeah.
5: look us up UK Games Expo on Facebook yeah. um, all these places to get information that's
0: brilliant from. hi this is Garrett Wong I played Instant Harry Kim on Star Trek Voyager and you're listening to brum radio and now it's time for how Shop cosplay so this week it's unfortunately being Keith's fault <laughs>
1: well is it a is it a fault is it is it a curse to do something yeah <laughs> phil can you explain what um, keith is dressed as
6: Oh, well, so am I allowed to say what, what he is? Or do I yes. just, just describe no, what you explain what, what he is, we'll get pinched to it. So I'm seeing a lot of tinfoil here, yes. um, and uh, a rather neatly uh, cut-out red star. Mm-hmm. And um, what looks like a surgical mask? <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that this is Bucky Barnes, the Winter Soldier from <laughs> Captain America. Yes, it Yep. Yeah, yeah. And I know that because I only went to see the film yesterday.
3: So. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I guess I'm looking at Keith right now like, what is this man dressed as? What's going on right now? Yeah. Um, I, I think I should
0: walk through Birmingham this like this for the rest of the afternoon. <laughs> and yet,
3: if you, if I am wearing a mask, so this is on a horse is suddenly strangely muffled. Yes. <laughs> yeah, for once this isn't
1: dodgy
0: sound level. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Keith, can you explain what you've chosen and what the cost was? it's far too expensive for it to begin it's a wonderful uh, tinfoil, foil yeah. which is a brand I won't mention other tin foils are available <laughs> um, the suit itself is made from Charlie Dimmock's wonderful uh, weed suppressant material which seems yeah. to be a favourite <laughs> <laughs> of the um, hand <laughs> there is a, um, a bicycle uh, pouch and gloves Yep. which came as a little kind of set which are uh, far too small I can't pick the children's <laughs> size gloves so my fingers were lovingly wrapped in tinfoil when I put the glove on and it's kind of yeah. it. Uh and um, just a bit of uh, red star yeah. well red paper cut into a star yeah. which, when I envisioned this costume it looked a lot better but it's actually ended up
1: and I'm assuming sure that's a building mask as well oh, yeah, it's
0: a, it's a, it's a, I think this might be one of uh, I've gone for the whole Garden Force team this is the Charlie Walsh Charlie uh, Walsh
1: or Tommy Walsh? Tommy Walsh. Tommy Walsh. Tommy Walsh. <laughs> he one of
0: these kind of like, don't choke masks, but actually it is, it's
1: killing me. Yeah. <laughs> you can't breathe in them. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, th- I'm sure George is going to be really upset that he wasn't in for this one.
3: I mean, I've got to say, like, because I was the first one to play this game, like, you guys have put a lot of time and effort into these costumes. I spent like 10 minutes on mine, I cut a hole in a sheet and that was it. <laughs> it was, like a...
0: You
1: know. But you set the bar high with Baymax So like yeah. we had to, kind of, to, to bring our A-game to this guy Yeah, So we'll get a picture of that shortly on our Twitter feed uh, Phil, don't think you're escaping You're going to have to do oh, this in some week my, oh, But next babe. week we're going to bring in Duty Manager Dave <laughs> We know you're listening, Dave We know you're listening, Dave, <laughs> you're listening, Dave. But don't hide out in reception We are going to bring you in in Pound Shop Cosplay next week um, Gents, what did you think of that?
5: I like the innovation I, I thought the, uh, the tinfoil was to keep the rays away and he hadn't got enough but, um, <laughs> but yeah I haven't seen the film I must look if the props are as good as that then I've got to go and see the film Here. yeah that's true I,
2: haven't, I actually haven't got my to see the film so I, I guess Colossus <laughs> of the if people uh, had had more really? meters,
6: I
0: could have gone for the
6: glasses, look. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I did I think his. for a moment that it was Zayn Malik at the Met Gala. <laughs> uh, I don't know if anyone saw the tuxedo with the robot arm, um, but that was what it first put me in mind on. See, now I can repurpose this costume for many, <laughs> many, <laughs> many of us.
1: Well Bakerford is a brilliant invention. Uh, I think Keith's disintegrating as we speak on this feature with bits falling off as yeah. we go
0: how, on. How how do turkeys survive in uh, a Christmas <laughs> instant falling apart? I
3: honestly think as well, maybe the canteen staff at the uh, the cafe above might want to use that thing afterwards, <laughs> like perhaps, you know, you might want to well, offer waste it around. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: It's always worth repurposing as we're in the Friends of the Earth building here in Digworth. Don't buy a bacon sandwich today, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Time to play Top Drums. Uh, It is time for our regular feature now, which is Top Drums. And guys, pick this week's Top Drums.
3: I have this is a pack of Top Drums I found, which was celebrities circa 2002. So old celebrities. Yeah, you've got the whole cast of Friends in this pack, you've got <laughs> Sarah Michelle Gellar, so you know what time period you're looking at here. Yeah, an
6: amazing time period. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> some great, some great uh, Hollywood celebrities in this one. Uh, I'm going to start this week as traditional. Uh, Mick and Simon will be representing our guest score. Uh, Keith lost last week. Boo. Yeah, not this week. And Phil's subbing in for George on her scoring.
6: I'll try and do her out. <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
1: so. My turn to go first, I'm going to go with, ooh, let's let's pick the um, category of number of nominations. I have
3: Mel Gibson,
1: (laughs) yes, that Mel Gibson, with (laughs) ten nominations.
3: I've got uh,
6: sofa jumper himself, Tom Cruise, I've got nine. (laughs) (laughs) Phil? um, I have uh, Lisa Kudrow from Friends with six. Ooh. Okay,
2: I've got Sandra Bullock, and she also has ten. Ooh, so, uh, ten.
5: Plot I can only raise two, and one is David Schwimmer, <laughs>
8: the other,
5: and the other Denise Richards. Yeah. Keith? Uh, I'm going to come in with uh,
0: a winning card, Julia Roberts, who had the number of nominations eleven.
3: Eleven. Wow, very impressive. Good yes, scoring, Keith. All right, next is Guy. Guy, your ten for your category. All right, I'm going to go with. Uh, the man himself, Michael Douglas, <laughs> age 59. <laughs> in 2002.
0: <laughs> so, for celebrities, is it the younger wins or the older wins? I think okay. we should go younger.
1: I'm
3: gonna say older. I
7: think, <laughs> I'm say I
3: think we old. should go younger, because uh, otherwise I'm gonna lose Younger go to my vote. <laughs> younger, go, oh, you've been
1: overruled
0: here, guys. This is
3: unique. Age is everything in the
0: age of
6: age. celebrities. <laughs> yes. So, um, Phil? Okay, I'm gonna go in with uh, Cameron Diaz yes. at 31. Mmm. Uh,
0: I'm gonna. F- I've got Russell Crowe, whose latest movie is out now. The next, the next guys.
2: Next guy. Yeah, uh, next other guys. guys yeah, uh, Shane Black's new movie. Yeah. Um,
0: at the time, he was only thirty-nine.
2: Ooh. Simon. The best I can do is uh, Courtney Cox. You yeah, heard from Dancing in the Dark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best known from yeah, yeah. Springsteen uh, thing. Um, um. Yeah, thirty-nine. Yeah.
5: Well, I've taken one from the crash, and it's Denise Richards, who was only 31. Ooh, impressive numbers. Uh, I'm just going to stop him before he this. is why I know
3: he decided to make it the youngest, because he's got the card with possibly the youngest star on it. I have
1: Buffy the Vampire Slayer herself, Sarah Michelle Giller, and she is a winning
6: 26. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> Phil, your turn. Okay, I am going to uh, go with number of movies. Mm. And in 2002, Bruce Willis had been in 42 films. 42? That is an incredible amount of films. I thought I'd got it in the bag here because
0: i I've got Tom Hanks, yes, who at that time had only racked up 33. movies Only
2: 33 at that time, Simon. I've just noticed that all my all my actors are uh, have almost rude names. And if you listen back, <laughs> and then you'll see why. Uh, anyway,
5: Brad Pitt has uh, 29 movies. <laughs> Mick, I can only muster Denise Richards again. Why not? but she's only got 14 movies behind her in 2002. Uh, Guy, I'll let
1: you go first.
3: I've got the uh, Mr. Smooth himself, George Clooney, looking uh, very sophisticated on this card. Um, 25.
1: All <laughs> right, I'm going to go with the, the Gibson again, Mr. Hollywood Blacklist. <laughs> he had 34 at the time. Yes! So <laughs> Phil wins that round there. I'm just
0: trying to think at this point, what were the 44 movies that Bruce Willis has made? Die Hard, Die Hard Two, possibly Die
3: Hard Three.
1: Die Hard One and Pitch the Third.
3: And <laughs> what else have Bruce Willis been in by this point? Don't um, question it. Yes. Don't question it.
7: I've won. Just, just <laughs> let it go.
3: Okay. I think I should announce the winners then. You yeah. ready for this? So, get ready with your winner speeches because this week it is a three-way tie again. Ooh. Ryan, yep. half a point for you. Great. Phil representing George, half a point. Yeah, Keith, you're finally on the board. Yes. Sorry <laughs> to our guests. <laughs> Fortunately, you didn't get any points, <laughs> but it's the taking part that counts. Yes,
5: I feel like one of those Star Trek red shirts now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> any anything you have to say,
6: three winners, any
3: speech? Uh,
1: I'd like to say thank you to Mel Gibson and Sarah Michelle Giller for supporting me
6: there. Um, yeah, I, 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 I want to thank Bruce Willis. Um, he's always been there for me and I know he always will. <laughs> uh, and I would like to thank the, the
0: uh, trinity that if Batman versus Superman had been made in 2002, mm-hmm. Tom Hanks, Russell Crowe and Julia Roberts would have made a great... Batman Superman and that Marvel.
1: would have been a great combination uh, like to thank
0: them all plus their families their agents PR representatives anybody else involved in the entire <laughs> movie for my half a point thank you
1: I'm going to have to start fading you out like they do on the Oscars <laughs> <laughs> just fade you down right so we'll be back with that again next week I yes think. back with that again next week uh i did pick a pack of top trumps i'm never going to play with them they were world war one's astonishing moments i believe was the title
3: i'm not gonna lie that's a pretty impressive pack of top trumps yes um, it, is, it is an impressive well, who's pack the of t- target audience for
1: that
6: though? i have no idea is it a, a tra- it a way of trying to make history fun for w- school children i'm assuming sure they're
1: supposed to be educational top trumps but
5: World Very War bad one. taste yeah, World War 1 no, Just World War 1 Everything at the moment and yeah. They're cashing in On the 100th anniversaries
1: <laughs> Yeah true And Caching you've got oh. Of course oh, yes. you've got The new Battlefield World War 1 Coming out Battlefield yes. 1 Yeah. And they're going Toe to toe With the new Call of Duty Which is in the future So it couldn't be Any more Variated on that one
0: but Based on the trailers Battlefield felt field looking like the, the one to
1: go for yes definitely I mean looks stunning uh, uh, I just want to be able to customise a horse to be honest <laughs> it be a Very interesting. One. I never
6: thought I'd hear that sentence just just <laughs> two legs <laughs> yeah, just, just just the two just legs two. geeky brummy and brum radio yeah. oh okay <laughs> so it's the same thing twice
1: <laughs> I'm getting it now <laughs>
6: <laughs> we're here with phil hello phil hi you've been you on travels all around the world haven't you um, I, well not all around the world but I have been to, um, to Asia and back in the last couple of weeks yes yeah. so where did you go um, I went to Singapore on a working holiday and then I popped over to Hong Kong while Ooh, I was there as well. Very
1: friendly. Alright so you're here to give us an update on what's going on in the world of Game of Thrones and talk about Tall Tales this week.
6: Yes so um, let's do Game
1: of Thrones first. Um, uh, I just want to... Yeah. I, 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 spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert and I will just... Do that'll do for spoiler alert. Okay. Um quite fresh people's
6: spoiler. Quite a long spoiler <laughs> Well you know what it's better to be safe? Um, yes. Okay. I am actually very disappointed with the season so far. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I feel like it's been spinning its wheels for, yeah. for four or five weeks now. Yeah. Um, the big, big revelation of Jon Snow, you know, is, is back from the dead. I I don't really know who didn't expect yeah. that to happen. No. Um definitely. and really that that was the the big thing that happened and yeah. then everyone else it, it's been four weeks of reminding think, us of where all these characters are.
1: I think everybody knew that was going to happen, mainly well, due to the fact that he turned up in Ireland and started shooting scenes and everybody's like well,
6: he's dead. Exactly. He hasn't cut his hair. Yeah. Or, 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 he, you know, they, yeah. they, they, they cut it a little bit. I, I don't know if that, that scene where yeah. Melisandre is doing some grooming on him before she resurrects him is a, yes. a nod to the whole yeah. fan theory of he hasn't cut his hair yet. Yeah. Um, but, but he's, he's <laughs> they've killed off quite a
1: significant amount of supporting characters, I think, so far. They
6: have. And it's starting to become a bit... Unshocking. Yes. Um I, I'm I'm. I. can't wait for something horrible to happen to Ramsay because yeah. the. It feels like they're trying to recreate Joffrey with him, <laughs> and I just every time he does something atrocious and violent, I just I don't care anymore. It's lost its impact. <laughs> so last week, um, there was that awful scene where uh, you really you were rooting for you know fan favorite Um Osha. Yeah. And uh, and then she's been Arada. disappeared
1: since season three. Well, so yeah. You? So
6: she you know <laughs> Natalie Turner talks from Harry Potter. She yeah. she reappears. Everyone was cheering and oh yeah. oh no we we got. Ahead of ourselves, and she's, uh, yeah. she's met a sticky end, which was just. I, I, I felt like it was, it was a huge waste of a character there.
3: Yes. I like that she was back, probably back on set for maybe the space of like
6: an hour to do those two scenes. <laughs> and oh, she that, exactly, yeah. She, she probably had time just to say hello to everyone, <laughs> and then she read the script <laughs> and was like, oh, oh
1: okay. okay, yeah. But um, it was nice to see Rick on back in a
6: different guy's, a lot of bit, little bit older, seems to be an actual. Teenage and era odds, isn't it? Well, I think it's suffering from loss syndrome now, yes. where uh, where Walt was, uh, you know, he started the series as a cute little boy and then became a kind of um, giant, pubescent uh, uh, character, yes. and and obviously that's happened with uh, with Bran as well. So mm-hmm. um, it'll be interesting to see whether you know the child actor has grown up into a, a yes. real actor. Yeah. Uh, but, but that but that does bring me back to the one thing that I am happy about, which yes. is we have finally, after five and a half years, had a Stark family reunion of sorts Yay. with yes. uh, with with John and. Sansa they've been separate since the end of season one so it's been and it's almost become a running joke how they will they will come within spitting distance of each other and yet they they'll never quite get there so Arya was at the Red Wedding um, I think it was Sansa and Arya almost crossed paths at the Vale uh, and it's just it never quite happened and so we finally finally have these people Rickon and
1: Bran with Jon Snow downstairs of
6: course yes in the the tower and and, and so I I, I was just relieved that they weren't gonna tease us any longer with that and Daenerys quick catch up Um, I I loved her carry at the prom moment. I really did. Um, Again, it felt like it was just a callback to season one. You know, she's stepping out of the fire, and the uh, the the Dothraki are uh, you know sort of kneeling before her yet again. Yeah. Um, But I'm I'm just glad that you know once once again we've gone through that horrible storyline where a woman is stripped of all her power and subjugated and it's like ah she has that yes slay queen moment at the end so yeah. i'm interested to see where that will go next yeah and also you're back on tall tales this week yes so tuesday uh, next week at 10 30 we've got a very very exciting special episode coming up it is a story by a local author called helen gray yes. it's called who put bella in the witch elm and it is based on the true unsolved crime of witch elm bella in birmingham Yep, that sounds really interesting. Um, Guy, are you going to be listening to that one? Yes, I will.
3: <laughs> I will support by, uh, my fellow uh, <laughs> station members, oh. of course. I'll be listening to that. It's yeah. a jolly good show. Yeah, right. I sound like Mr. Much. B. Gentleman Rhymer there, didn't I? Bit, <laughs> it uh, is right? a jolly Johnny good
6: Johnny show. Good. Pip, 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 hooray. You yes. <laughs> <laughs> heard him at the start of the show. This is Mr. B. the Gentleman Rhymer. That geeky brummy is a top L chap.
8: Thanks very much, guys, and see you next week. Bye. 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 Hey everybody, John Barrowman here,
6: and you are listening to Brum Radio. And
1: good afternoon to the Geeky Brum Show here on Brum Radio. Morning, or afternoon everybody, I should say there. you with myself, host Ryan Parrish. Uh, we have producers Guy.
3: Hello.
1: Producer Sean. Hola. Heath, as always. Hello. And we have special guests today, Simon and Dave, who are going to be talking a little bit about Robot Wars with us. Simon. Simon, Philip. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Try mate, again. We're reaching out for guests. Yeah.
7: <laughs> Hello, I'm Philip. Hello, Philip. <laughs> Hello, Philip and Dave.
3: You know, I'm night now. I'm going to call him Simon yes, now sorry. all night. <laughs>
1: and this week's weird backing track is
3: the theme tune from Grandstand, which Grandstand. quite possibly is the best TV theme tune of all time. Ooh, if, that's you, if you disagree with me, anybody. Well, I would bring say Tammy,
1: Gra- Tammy's, Tammy B's version of Game of Thrones was probably the oh, best yeah, course, theme tune yeah. of all time, which Maybe. we played on a Game of Thrones special, which Philip was on a few
7: weeks back. Yeah, we need, I need a rematch with um, uh, to, to win the prize next time. Yes, definitely. Do you
3: think Tammy B would do a grandstand cover for us if we asked nicely?
7: <laughs> <league>? Possibly, possibly. <laughs> Tammy should do a
0: whole kind of theme <laughs> theme tune cover version album. Yes. By,
1: yeah, and we'll definitely play the Game of Thrones theme out when we do our finale show in a few weeks' time when it comes and wraps up. Uh, just to let you know what's going on today, we've got loads of interesting stuff. As we mentioned, we've got Robot Wars. George is in London at the moment. We had a chance to speak to her a little bit earlier. Uh, we have Top Trumps, as always. This is Mr. B, the Gentleman Rhymer. That geeky brummy is a top-held chap. We're talking about... Uh, Robot Wars this week, of course, which is back soon on BBC2, I believe. I would we'll so, yeah. imagine well. Probably BBC2. Uh, it's been a reinvigorated format. Um, Dara O'Brien is now the host, uh, instead of Craig Charles, which is what's well, usual fan favourite, and Jeremy Clarkson before him. No Philippa Forrester anymore. Aw, shame. One for the dads there. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all he it called. So, um, Dan and Philip. <laughs>
3: Dave and Philip, <laughs> you <it> well
7: <laughs> <down> names. <laughs> as long as you get one, right. Yeah, it's it's I'm <laughs> going for well. sets, <laughs> So, yeah. Dave and Philip, you yeah. went down to watch the show, huh? Yeah. Yeah, about four nights ago, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, about yeah about it, was, it was a couple of weeks ago. Um, I went to visit Dave, and um, there was a, um, uh, a. It's sort of like a travelling. Uh, travelling road, 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 road show that goes show to, to leisure, leisure centres around the UK. Yeah. Um, so it, it was in a. Uh South, Yeah, Southampton was um, in Portsmouth as well We're getting names wrong I'm
1: uh, yeah, 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 Everybody's yeah, getting names yeah, wrong yeah. Today. You're allowed yeah. so, um, so you say it's a travelling roadshow now Because it used to be filmed in a warehouse
4: Yeah, uh, yeah they yeah,
1: kind of bought sorry. the licence for it And yeah. doing it as a road show, but they're having to give it back now. The TV show's back because they've right. only the name, I think, they've licensed once. Yeah. So they're coming back next year as Extreme Show. At, no, the show's called Extreme Robots, wasn't it? Yeah. Because they were pitching that. So the Robot Wars TV show has the name back
7: now. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, so. That
3: seems like quite convoluted explanation. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, <it's> <laughs> <very> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it, so it's not sort of. It, it was Robot Wars, but not. It's not
7: anymore. It wasn't, no. wasn't the TV show yeah. uh, as, as such, yeah. Yeah. Um, so they had they had uh, Matilda if you remember Matilda uh, it's yes. like a house ro- a house robot right for those um, who
1: haven't seen Robot Wars in any shape or form before yeah. can you explain it <laughs> to oh, our okay. audience so uh,
7: there's various
6: um, <laughs> really meaty metal cars with spikes on really that yeah, so go for each other they, yeah.
7: they sort of remote control cars so beat like, each other up. Kind. It's robotic yeah. gladiatorial battles. Yes, basically. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So there's yeah. there's an arena with uh, various obstacles. There's a yeah. there's a fire pit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a and a launching pad <laughs> that like flips them over. Yeah. And uh, the pit, which is a whole popular popular <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, I'm
1: uh, sure most people remember the BBC Two series that was Robot Wars, of course. And it's it's kind of would you say the technology has advanced a little bit since those days?
6: <laughs> uh, not, in th- not in this league. It's kind of a, a homemade yeah, one, yeah, so yeah. it had not really
7: progressed at all in the last twelve years, to My, be honest. It's just like three Raspberry prize slapped yeah. together
1: on a piece of plywood.
7: <laughs> a little bit more than that, but yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there was a few teams there. From uh, there was some from Europe. I think yeah, Belgium, I, I think Belgium. Yeah. I think it, it's still fairly popular there. Uh, there's some UK teams. I think from the Isle of white... Yeah, there was a local team, and that's near to Portland. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, so they they brought their own robots with them. Uh, mm. There was three sort of weight class kind of things. So yeah, was, so you there got, there got was, light, there was, there was light medium, of, and heavy kind of yeah, robots. Yeah. The one's the same weight as me, <laughs> and I'm quite <laughs> a big guy. Like. Yeah. Um, so they're like the classical uh, sort of bigger ones. Yeah. Uh, and then there was like a medium sort of weight and a very like, lightweight. And yeah. weight. Um. Yeah. What was that? Antway. No. Antway. Yeah. Antway. Yeah. They 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 were very much uh, using the Antways to yeah. encourage like kids to uh, like build their own sort yeah. of yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, fight. well, they had it in Big Hero Six, of course. At
1: the start, there you got Hero being a robot here kind of thing. Exactly. Robot walls. Yeah. Not quite that level. Not quite that <laughs> level. Yes, but give it a few more years of technology. I mean, Keith and Guy, did you used to watch Robot Wars when it was back on?
3: I I did, but like. Did remember. you? Were you just watching it for Philip or Forrest? <laughs> no, I kind of like, have vague memories. I remember like a robot which was like made out of a traffic yeah. sign or something. Yeah, it sound like sound, like you're really like kind of blasé. <laughs> it was kind of like I ate dinner. I ate dinner. Yeah, and I watched Robot Wars. So <laughs> I remember dinner time.
0: Yeah, Keith yourself. Yeah. I tune in occasionally to uh, to have a watch. You know, yeah. intrigued by the whole idea of Robot Wars. Yeah. But it, for me, it kind of turned out to be a little bit more kind of remote control oh, wars a little bit. Yeah, remote control. But yeah, I'm cool. interested with this new series is with drones and things now. Is have, yeah. they, have they a category that allows you to have flying things with flamethrowers oh, attached? Would be awesome. So you like, can just hover above that, everybody. That and shoot
1: lot, shoot yeah. Robot air Wars, that would be really cool. Yeah, Sean, did you ever used to watch it as a little? Uh,
4: yeah, I did. Loved it. Um, I- my biggest reference to it is, uh, do you remember in Phoenix Nights when Max and Paddy did an episode of the, yes. the, uh, And uh, Ra- Ray Vaughn was uh, sort of covering for Craig Charles in the Phoenix Club. That's uh, one of my yeah. favourite ever Phoenix, uh, Phoenix Nights episodes.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean people actually, it's quite deceptive the size of these things because they can be up to like a metre long and usually a metre, it's all they are, quite hefty machines. When you watch them on TV in the
7: arena, they don't look a massively big thing. Yeah, there, there was a. a, a they're very loud as well. I, I know, like watching it quite li- live. Yeah. Um, they, they, uh, it's just a, a lot more sort of visceral than like yeah. watching on, on TV. You
1: can see sparks fly and bits come off.
7: Yeah, tyres shredded and. Although a lot, a lot of the robots we saw, um, they, they're able to like self write They all, all, all seem yeah. to be. I don't know. if It's like a modern thing that they all seem to be, to be able to self write and. Destroy Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, what <laughs> That's the one? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so, there wasn't a stranding.
1: Yeah, you, yeah. I remember the first couple of TV series where they had that kind of thing, where it was kind of if it was flipped, that was game over. It was just like a turtle on its back. Yeah, roll, get back the, and the get in the belly and rip out the <laughs> circuits. Yeah, and get a big axe, just going straight into it.
3: You mentioned the visceral thing. Did, um, yeah. did you get to see the look of disappointment on anybody's face as their robot was smashed into oblivion? That's what I used to like about the show, seeing like, someone's hopes and dreams <laughs> Seeing smashed. small
1: children cry, here's yeah. uh, <laughs> my <laughs> <hit by laughs> last six months and six grand, spent on this, yeah. and we smashed it in 10 minutes. See if it was yeah. destroyed
3: by one of the house robots as well, because I mean, that's just like, just doing it for the fun of it. So yeah. I mean, did you see any of that? Uh,
1: and they were kind of, because it was a road show, they mostly just flipped each other around. Because they had to play again tomorrow, so if they smash them all up, they can't play again. So it's yeah. a bit different the TV show in that way. So, so le- there was a bit less smashing. So behaving them. They, they were nice to each other.
3: I'll tell you what. I'd just be vicious. I'd just be like, "No, it's not that. No, <laughs> no, that's it." Hit your my five
7: rules. mil straight into the side of the. There game. were yeah. a few that just sort of broke down as well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's a regular thing for yeah. Robot Wars, isn't it? You don't actually fight. You just break down.
7: And then you're a target. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I remember again watching the TV show show in my youth. It was. One of those things where as soon as anything got disabled in the arena it was. We're just going to destroy it completely. And guys Guy has just brought forth Rock'em Sock'em Robots, if everybody remembers that, which is pretty much <laughs> the most basic version of robot wars you can ever have. Where it's just two pieces of plastic pummeling them until one of their head pops off.
3: Yeah, I figured as you guys went to Robot Wars you might want to have a war off against each other to see who is... Oh, Philip, you it. can the win off robot. some glory. <laughs> <laughs> but Phil, you don't win a prize here. Uh, yes. I'm sure I can find some biscuits outside <laughs> to give you. Or biscuits is a good prize. <laughs> biscuits is always I good. I believe we're going to put this on Periscope, but keep yes. just logging in. So gonna, gonna, yeah. if Ryan, if you could fill airtime while our guy logs in. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> Any questions <laughs> yes. to us?
1: All right, so um, what are you looking forward to from the new TV show? The trailers are real. They've got a couple online yeah. uh, sort of teasers of just yeah. robots under sheets, a sort of thing, but they're yeah. quite cool. I think they're going to really sort of amp up the yeah drama of it. It's yeah. be cool. Because I think most of the house robots are back that people are aware of. Um, Sergeant Bash, I don't think, is returned, does he?
9: Possibly, I yeah. I'll ask him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but most of the
1: old House Robots are back, uh, so Kill a Lot is, of course, the best one that everybody always remembers and the hugest of the House Robots that was on there. Uh, it'll be really interesting how Dara Brian does it because he's a very good sci-fi technology guy. And um, and now I'm being signaled to say that we are now ready for the rock and sock and that robots. That
3: was some solid villain. Yes. So we'll be on Periscope <laughs> now, <laughs> which, which will on be on, on live on but, Periscope. Am I while I'm this why they
1: yes. I You have to. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I've never played this before. Right. So, Dave, so you're all you're gonna hear if you're watching this listening to this on the radio, is probably noise. But you can watch, always Do you watch want it again. On, it? You can commentate it. Ready? Oh, you.
7: Yeah. Shall I give you a countdown?
1: Three, two, one, robot wars.
3: Oh, Red's got a good first punch in. Blue's swinging a good punch. They're moving slowly back away from each other. It's verging on a girl fight, more of an actual robot fight. Oh, Blue's really taking the lead right now. Oh, this is a good fight, this is a good fight. Now there's just yeah. face touching from the robots. If you're it's like Tyson Fury versus, versus Mike Tyson. It is literally, right now, a slapping fight. So, oh, oh, no, it's all over. Phil oh, yeah. yeah. has won. Phil has won. <laughs> Phil so gets some back. glory back, yeah. I better go find
1: him some biscuits. <laughs> right, so that's on our periscope from it'll be able to watch again on the geeky Brummy account um so thank you very much gentlemen for coming in and letting us know about robot wars
9: hi this is erin gray from buck rogers in the 25th century and you're listening to brum radio
1: and now we're going to have a quick chat with george i spoke to her a little bit earlier in the day when she was um having a quick break at london comic-con and uh, so have a listen Hello George!
8: Hi! How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Very well. <laughs> we're missing you guys, obviously.
1: Yeah, we're missing you too here. And hello
7: to Dave as well. Hi Dave.
8: And he's hiding around the corner, he's just a runaway And we had to, <laughs> know, so we have to uh, talk ourselves into the entrance of a hotel to so actually have some cookies uh, <laughs> to talk to. You. But he is here,
1: he's waving. Yeah. Wave backing. Wave <laughs> back. Uh, How's MTM Comic Con going (laughs) so far?
8: It's fantastic, been really, really good so far. There's some amazing cosplay around, some great guests. It's going to be a really good year, I think, definitely.
1: -hmm. It's a bit bigger than the uh, Birmingham one, if nobody's been there before.
8: it is is a little bit bigger,
1: yes, it's slightly. Yeah. How many people do you everything through the doors, Dave? <laughs> yeah, normally 100,000 plus through the doors
8: over the whole weekend. Yeah, a so considerable amount of traffic. <laughs>
1: slightly, <yeah. beginning. laughs> slightly bigger. Slightly <laughs> bigger, yeah. So, um, are you debuting a new cosplay out- uh, outfit there this year? Uh, yes, I
8: took uh, Arwen out yesterday for the first time uh, with yeah. four female hobbits, which went down very well. That was really good. Uh, I'm back in the classic today though, I am telling
1: you to do. Wow, very impressive. and. Um, have a is anything nice yet?
8: Have oh, nice? Uh, I've been pretty, well, pretty restrained so far, I've got my eye on a few things. What I usually tend to do is kind of eye up all the things I want throughout the weekend and then go and have a splurge on Sunday so I don't have to carry it all around.
1: <laughs> always good, always good thing. <laughs> right. sure I'll come home with a good stack of comics though, I usually do. Yeah, so if anybody's in London today, where can they find you and the rest of the group? Are you wandering around or just in a particular area?
8: Well, we are indeed, we are. Yeah, we are on site all day. Uh, generally we most of the time, actually. So yeah, who's at MCM London, we've been out on the steps at the front, pretty much to come track us down. Um, I will be sending you guys a, a photo so you know who to look for. Yeah, and we'll get <laughs> that up on, on our Twitter, Twitter feed.
1: feed. Yeah, we'll get that up in our Twitter feed and on the Instagram group as well, so you can see where George is wandering around, having fun with everybody. What special guests have you seen so far, then? Uh, I'm going to go and track down Dave Gibbons, later on who's
8: the, uh, the original artist on Watchmen, uh, through the original yes. Sally. So I will go and pay my respects to my creator, I think.
7: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'll be more than happy to say hello. If you're
1: in full i sure we will. Yeah, and uh, are you going to any of the panels there?
8: <laughs> there's a couple of really great ones. Gameplay Games is doing one later on today, which I'm definitely going to go along to. There's been some really really interesting ones. There's some great ones uh, on tomorrow about cosplay culture, right. uh, which I think should be really interesting. It's something a little bit different that you usually see on the panel lineup, rather than big sort of TV or film focus to talk about the actual culture of
1: conventions. Yeah, and have you seen any fantastic cosplays apart from your own and David's and the Resistance Group, of course? <laughs>
8: <laughs> that's are some fantastic ones i think my favorite as always is uh is living starchy cosplay who is out with his uh megazord from Para Rangers again today and he's got a brand new holy bath out tomorrow uh, which i'm going to try and get some photos of send back for you guys having seen the sneaky preview it's really impressive
1: that's really cool and uh so how many how long does the convention run for is it friday to the sunday this one
8: friday to sunday yeah
1: three days yeah. then you're there for all three days so if people can't find you today and they're yep. down tomorrow. So it's a
8: cosplay marathon. It's a cosplay experience.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if people can't find you today, they can still find you tomorrow wandering around and saying hello. So they can We're
8: in our classic X-Men group tomorrow. Yep. So anybody can track us down there.
1: Cool. That's brilliant. Thanks very much for your time then, George.
8: Fantastic. Thank you.
0: And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I'm Batman. And I listen to the Geeky brummy Show every Saturday at noon on Brum Radio.
4: Welcome back, Sean. It's been a while. Hello, yes, I've been on holiday in Mexico for a couple of weeks. Have uh, you missed me?
1: Yes, we have missed you completely, of course. <laughs> yeah. A guy has been scrambling around the desk. I have
3: been scrambling around the desk panicking and... Oh, am I alive? <laughs> yeah, you're yes, lying yes, 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 <laughs> yes, you're on. You're I've, on. <laughs> <laughs> I've been scrambling around the desk panicking and mm. all manner of things, but... Uh... Just frantically
4: pressing buttons. Yeah. Yeah, good times. Now it's been great. I've had a, a, a nice couple of weeks where just chilling out and... Uh, Getting stuck into a lot of cocktails next yeah. to a pool, um, which you know, let's face it, it's it's the second best to being in this studio. Yeah, uh, well, which is it's probably about as warm as it is in this studio. I was say, yeah, actually, yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. The temperature wise, it's I think it's actually hotter in here this morning yeah. or this afternoon, sorry, than uh, what it was by the pool. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's great. It's good to be back. Yeah, it's good to see you back.
1: Yes, it is time to play top trumps. Welcome all. We're in with the top trumps wonders. Uh, Guy, explain what top trumps deck we have this week
3: this week we have a deck of cards I believe that one of our guests may have brought this in for yes. us it was for all for rides yes
1: and which guest brought that in
3: that was Dave got my name oh, right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Peter John Bob yeah. we'll
1: just keep going all right so uh, usual rules um, are we going to go youngest or oldest with the age of tracks
3: and that's a sore subject mate i <laughs> you this. So just because st- st- I had Sir Michelle Geller still- last week <laughs> Michael, <laughs> the Doug- <youngest>. Michael Douglas <laughs> tops all mate oh, right, still think- bitter Right, shall
1: we go with oldest then, just to appease Guy this week? Yes. Yes. Okay. But it doesn't
3: matter because I don't have Michael Douglas this week, so. Yes.
1: Yeah, and you'll be keeping score as always. I
3: will.
1: All right, so we'll go with our guess first, and you can pick category and what roller coaster it is. Oh, uh, in that case, since we just discussed it, I'll go with the age. I've got 1986. And what roller coaster is it? It's uh, River Rapids, right?
7: Phil? Uh, oh, well, Phil's I,
3: playing for George today. Phil's playing for George. Today.
7: Hello. Uh, well, I, from Alton Towers, I have The Flume opening year 1981.
0: Ooh. Oh, <laughs> never mind. Keith? Uh, I've, I'm going to play. Uh, Chessington World of Adventures Tomb Blaster, which is in <laughs> 1987. <laughs> that sounds slightly disturbing, that really.
3: <laughs> <laughs> guy? I have the tidal wave, which has an epic splash on the card. Yeah. Opening year 2000.
1: <laughs> All right, and I have Vampire, which is at Chessington World of Adventures, that unfortunately only opened in 1989. So a win, a win for our guest there.
3: Really? Yes, yeah. guest got a point on the board. Yeah. All
1: right, and Philip, your next choice. Thank you can pick me. a category.
7: I'm going to go for uh, length of ride. This is from the Flume again. <laughs> uh, that's Alton Towers. Uh, and it is eight hundred ninety-six. Ooh, whoa. Can't really compete with
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not many can. We're just gonna get all of these double entendres out there. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna play from Chessington World of Adventure Bubble Works, <laughs> <laughs> which has a length of a ride of two hundred
3: and twenty. <laughs> Uh, I've got Ripsaw, and I'm kind of a bit screwed here because mine's a length right, not applicable.
7: <laughs> yes. So I didn't really know what that means.
3: Have <laughs> I won? Does have that I on yeah,
8: yeah.
7: Um, Is I that invalid? Two,
1: yeah, I have two not applicables here, so I'm going to have to go back again to catching World of inventors and choose Vampire, which only has a s- shorter length of 700. Um, yeah, the best I can do is my River Rapids again, which is 360, so you... Philip smashed that with what? his length there. <laughs> I have the longest length of ride. <laughs> the, these rides have,
0: have more shocking names than Transformers. Yes. <laughs> uh, Keith, you're... Calm, calm, uh, okay, um, so this one, okay. We're, we're now at Alton Towers. I'm going to go with Oblivion, and I'm going to pick uh, top speed of 68.4.
3: I've got Alton Towers as well, Nemesis, but you've just uh, you just robbed me of this because I've got fifty point three.
1: I've blatantly been um, reduced to poor cards this week. Karma, man, uh, karma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, I have Detonator, which is from Thought <laughs> Park, and that has a top speed of. Sorry, you're doing top speed forty-five. Yes. yes. My top speed, the best I've got is fifteen miles an hour on
7: Rattlesnake at Chessington, so. I'm just out of the water again. Bit of a slow ride there. Uh, I'm going to go back to my Olden Towers, The Flume, ride, <laughs> uh, And that is 34.2. So, well done, Oblivion. Thank you. Yeah, well done, Oblivion. Guy, your turn.
3: I am out of cards. You're out of cards? Well, I'm out of cards. I've used my three cards. That's it. Right. So, so I think it's time to total up the scores, isn't
7: it? Well,
1: I'm going to go with one last card then.
3: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we can
1: go with one last card because It's always fair for me to play <laughs> I'm the presenter, I change the rules You should know this one. <laughs> Right, so I'm going to go with Thought Park And Slammer And that has a thrill factor of 82 Ooh some confused places (laughs) flicking through (laughs) now trying to
3: find a decent thrill (laughs) I'll just jump in here so I've got Nemesis again thrill factor 94 how do you Uh, like them apples boom
0: (laughs) (laughs) you dropped the mic on that while while our guests are going through I'm I'm just going to go back to Alton Towers and Oblivion once again with a thrill factor of 99 oh wow
7: I I, I can only muster a thrill factor of 50 on a a runaway train from Chasington World of Adventure (laughs) I've got 67 of thrill factor on Logger's Leap at Thorpe so Again, so I've Keith's lost win- everything yeah. Keith's the
1: winner
3: I think though. I just want to What do you mean The thrill factor of this feature? This is over 100
7: easily. Well, uh, I'm sure Sean is
4: going o- Over
7: 9,000 Yes I think
1: Sean's returned And going What? What yeah, what?
4: What, what? have I missed? <laughs> what happened?
1: We're so, just reading the show Completely <laughs> just I've, got,
3: I've got the results then I'm Yes Ready The winner this week Is
1: The man who's recording me
3: Right now Thrill Keith rides. Thank you, Thrill Rides. So come on, Keith. picture speech. Sole winner this week. Uh, I'd like to
0: thank Chessington World of Adventure and Orton <laughs> Towers for <laughs> containing some of the best Thrill Rides of yeah. all time. Uh, and uh, yeah, so yeah, that's fantastic.
3: So at the moment, the leaderboard is looking like producers are on half a point. Oh. Ryan is on a point. Oh. George is on a point. Yeah. Guests are on no points. Yeah. And Keith is in one and a half points. Hooray! Thank you very much. So, yeah, you know, it started off slow for you, Keith, but you're really pulling it back now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, th- I
0: think um, I'm looking forward to the next few weeks. Yeah, let's kick it off with a of gear.
3: Yeah,
1: uh, it's been a fun, fun experience for us all here.
3: I've had I've had, a, I've had an extreme thrill.
1: Yes. All right. So now we're going to go into a bit of a review you did for us earlier in the week, guy. That's
3: yeah, so that's why I've been playing computer games in my spare time. <laughs> <laughs> i nothing yeah. better to do in my time than play games. What spare time? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. When I'm not being a producer extraordinaire for Geeky Bummy, I actually have some rest time. Yes.
1: <laughs> so, what game are you reviewing for us?
3: I am playing Uncharted Four. All right. So and I'm going to talk about it pre-recorded. Cool. It's a games review. After months of delays, Uncharted 4 has finally arrived on the PlayStation 4 and is every as bit good as you would expect it to be. Coming from Naughty Dog Games, the company that made the spectacular Last of Us on the PlayStation 3, the game really is what you'd expect from this company. The graphics are fantastic and the storytelling is immense.
8: I made a promise that I was done with this life. How long have we been chasing this thing? Long time. Real long time. Just you and me.
3: The game features all that you would expect from your typical action-adventure game. There's shooting, there's climbing, exploring, and puzzles to be solved. But unlike Tomb Raider, this is a less serious affair, with all the trademark humour coming from the protagonist Nathan Drake, as you would
8: expect from him. Oh, scuse.
4: You're not supposed to be back here.
8: Well, neither are you. But I'll tell you what, I won't tell anyone if you don't.
4: You have something I want, and you're going to give it to me.
1: Really? Well, I'm flattered, but I'm afraid I'm spoken for.
3: The storyline takes place numerous years after Uncharted 3 and Nathan has decided to give up exploring. That is until however his brother Sam returns mysteriously out of the blue and requires his help. As the game progresses, you play as Nathan, with Sam as long at your side and also regular ally Victor Sullivan. There's some great moments between the three characters and these three leads alone make the game really enjoyable.
8: I- you. would you focus? The waiter wouldn't get noticed. That could work. Huh? That will work.
3: This is an exceptionally beautiful game to look at. This really pushes the limits of the PlayStation 4 at the moment. No game has been released that looks as fantastic as this. You really need to take a look at some of the screenshots that have been posted online of this game. Honestly, it's, it's just beautiful. It's another solid entry in the Uncharted series from Naughty Dog. It's a shame that this potentially will be the last title in the series, but the company have got The Last of Us 2 coming up next, which based on what Uncharted 4 looks like, can only hope that will be a next step better. Really Uncharted 4 is truly the best next generation game I've seen so far. It plays fantastically, the storyline is brilliant and it's a fitting end I suppose to what was or what still is a fantastic game series. Look Nate, I'm going
0: to make you a one time offer. Drop everything,
5: go home, live your life,
0: or we can just end it right here. There's gotta be
8: go
0: the another way. Hi, I'm Max Gredenchik, and you are listening to Brum Radio. Oh, I like the way that sounds. Brum
9: Radio.
1: Oh, it's unfortunately uh, legendary British actor Burt Kwok has passed away this week at age 85 he was one of the best known British born Chinese actors born in Warrington Cheshire and then moved to Shanghai at the age of 10 months old uh, been in many many shows including Hancock's Half Hour uh, many other House of Horror Films uh, as in Fu Manchu with Christopher Lee three of the Bond films which is probably as many as some of the Bonds actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah. more and uh, Daniel Craig And most people know him, his biggest break was of course the role of Cato in Pink Panther movies, which were a big part of my childhood. I think everybody in here has at least watched one Pink Panther movie. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, He also filmed in Rollerball and Empire of the Sun, so bit of a diversified career movies there most recently mainly on tv with banzai tenko the water margin doctor who t- um, harry hill show last of the summer wine so i put together a little bit of an audio tribute to say goodbye to bert and thank you for very much for all of the roles uh, that's it from us this week bye everybody
3: bye, bye. thank you for
1: our guests to come in i'm not going to say your names again just in case I get them wrong but you can introduce yourselves <laughs> bert, again bert and ernie <laughs> <laughs>
0: We'll keep that. No,
7: That's no, right. no,
0: no, I, like,
1: I like that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So bye, everybody. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next week.
8: Gold finger. The ancient sages
2: said, do not despise the snake for having no horns. For who is to say it will not become a dragon? So, may one just man become an army.
4: Ketu! Ketu!
2: scientific experiment
4: Progress leads to knowledge knowledge leads to truth search for truth leads to <laughs> fishing. little hand When 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 will you an and then my team Keto, your freezer ambush ploy. Really congratulate you. It was very, very good. But Keto, your fly is undone.
6: And so my friend are you?
9: Hello, Paul. Hi, Brian How are you doing? I am excited about penultimate week. Yes. It is build-up to finale week uh, yeah. for the science fiction TV television shows. Mm. Uh, I haven't seen Legends of Tomorrow, unfortunately. That's right. So, Supergirl, we're going to time this. It's one minute per entry. Right. So, yeah, we'll start with Supergirl. Each week, you wonder who's going to be the big bad in Supergirl, and this week it was Supergirl. Mm. Uh, she had some red kryptonite it was flung upon her face, uh, and she decided to rebel and be drunk. And yeah. um, the thing with red kryptonite is, with all the coloured kryptonites, they all have different effects on superhumans mm. from the planet. Krypton. The Red one just makes them a bit drunk and careless and uh, throw their bosses off Firewise buildings and then save them and use their lightning to cause explosions. Always oh, it's exciting. Yes. Um, a big twist at the end. John Jones captured. Oh, yes, yes. He had to uh, out himself as the Martian Manhunter. Uh, Supergirl, yeah. There's always a clue in the name. If they've got the initials that are the same, like Grant Gustin, they're superheroes. <laughs> anyway, yes. So, yes, he had to uh, out himself and surrender himself. So we'll see where that goes mm-hmm. as the Martian Manhunter. Technically, maybe more powerful than Supergirl. So that's Supergirl. Good episode, though. Uh, the Wrath of Super and what it was called, but I enjoyed it. Right, next song. <laughs> We're next onto Shield. This yeah. was huge and uh, the Jasmine-like creature that is Whoa. evil ward. Yes. He still had a rebel though. Daisy yes. managed to rebel against him and it was a good typical plot of who's the, really the double agent. Is the electricity boy going to be a double agent? Oh, he's just going to leave and Daisy's going to recruit him. Oh no, they've actually rebelled back and and then suddenly there was a Lash ex-Machina. And it's a shame that they've killed Lash off yeah. So I thought it was a brilliant character and it was a brilliant... It was a brilliant character but I think if they'd done that it seems to be building up that Lash was the one that's going to take down Hive but if they'd done that as the actual Finale. It wouldn't have been as personal. It's just been seen as a cop-out ending. Lash was. I mean, they did Lash first before Hive, so I guess yeah. your the de- de- sex machine would be there before the actual oh, enemy. But enemies to kill an enemy. But he cured, very conveniently cured da- Daisy, which was nice. Yeah. So Daisy's back on site, and we're building up towards a climax there next week, probably. Go. <laughs> Onto the Flash, which is back to being the Flash and stop being the Normal Man. Um, lots happened this week here too. Uh, we had—I was hoping it was going to be like a computer game because the week before ended with uh, a huge amount of super-powered people, yes. and I thought the Flash would have to take them down level by level, like uh, Scott Pilgrim or something. But uh, Sonic the Hedgehog versus Botnik on each level. But it wasn't like that. Fortunately, the Flash got it done very quickly and then returned to the Zoom problem. He's yeah, probably just in them all because that's yeah. kind of
1: like where they ended with it. <laughs> and they ended up
9: with uh, acoustic vibrations to, that only Earth Two people can hear but then it also it also affected Doctor uh, his daughter and Dr. Uh, Guy from Scrubs yes. um, and he uh, yeah so he had to save his daughter blah 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 but then at the end I mean honestly I think the Zoom should go to capture as anonymous or hostage take as anonymous because the amount of people he's taken hostage this year he took Daddy Allen hostage yeah. and then <gasps> spoilers killed Daddy Allen Or at least it looked like the way that he could easily be wounded in next week's episode but uh, he just had to do it didn't he yeah. and uh, he's got some sort of mental issue that he thinks him and Barry Allen are the same but uh, he killed his father this time instead of his mother Pardon? Anti-Star Wars, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to kill your father, <laughs> but yeah. So that is going to be probably to the climax, and what's yeah. going to happen? And also, as far as I could tell, Wally West saw that Barry was the Flash, yeah. and despite him having superpowers, he's trying to help. Moving on to Gotham, Gotham. Oh wow, this was big. Everything seemed to happen, even though uh, we're just watching the Penguin and the Riddler watch of a people in yeah. various places. Uh, the night of what it night of Byzantine or whatever he was, the re- reanimated mayor, former mayor, he was teaching. I think firstly Bruce Wayne how much how important and how Gotham. Could React to a costumed superhero, perhaps at night uh, with a cape, tried to take on uh, Lieutenant Gordon. Maybe his target wasn't the best, and also the very interesting idea that maybe all of Gotham's supervillains or uh, Rogue's Gallery were imprinted on by Wayne Enterprises by this Doctor Strange. Yes. So, not only was uh, Victor Fries created that one. I think there was even a hint of the Mad Hatter, yeah. which is something I remember the 60s series, and I thought, that's one I never used. Oh, yeah. I was looking on Joker Watchers was the next thing, he said, like, oh, I've got a playing card, I'll just give that to him. And uh, yeah, I'm sort of hoping that the Joker would be hinted at there. Yeah. But no, Mayor Gallivan was the costume superhero they tried to take down, but yeah. Bruce Wayne sort of was watching it with quite intent to see, oh, maybe people, it's a good idea. Uh, people jumping around and taking on. You know, yeah, vigilanteism. So that was it. was a great episode, actually. And and Victor Freeze was in there, and everyone else was in there. So, mm-hmm. uh, great episode, really. And, uh, did yeah, enjoy I enjoyed mean, that. The thing with Batman
1: is the entire premise of Batman. He's he's a superhero, mm-hmm. but all of his thing is based around fear. Yeah.
9: Making villains fear him. Yeah, exactly. So that kind of fitted in quite neatly. Yeah because well, normally people fear villains so yeah, yeah that was good and uh, yeah I think also we are haven't seen Legends of Tomorrow so that's really yeah. uh, everything that's uh, I've seen this week but uh, it's been a great week as I said uh, penultimate week so yeah. lots of cliffhangers next week's going to be the ultimate spectacular of everything's coming yeah. to that kind of final, yes. final countdown I imagine the Riddler will escape uh, the Penguin will uh, mm-hmm. unleash a plan of some sort uh, Zoom maybe conquered we don't know it's uh, my predictions now for some mm-hmm. reason in Flash the so Zoom may maybe yes. vanquished but then there'll be some sort of cliffhanger for next year probably well like, it's kind of felt with Flash now what they did with the reverse flashes, all they've done is build him up to be able to defeat Yeah, exactly. Zoom yeah and he's a bit cocky this Barry Ellen guy yeah. but no um, I reckon it's going to be the big bads are going to be like I just hope Hive in Shield yeah. is actually killed and not we're going to have Grant Ward next season, like Angel, oh, moping Joss. about all the people that, uh, that he had to well, watch die. You've got the Joss Whedon series, so if some important character doesn't die each series, yeah. you'll be disappointed. I, I just hope Grant Ward is not around next season, then all mopey about all the people that he made him kill, and then he's trying to go for redemption. Blah blah blah. No, get rid of him. Yeah. He's already died once. Keep him dead. But I know they won't. <laughs> show of the week. Show of the week was Gotham, I think. I mean, yeah. they're all quite good this week. I mean, Shield was amazing as well, but uh, Gotham is really in, coming on strong in the last. Uh, half or the last quarter of season 2 it's just interesting what they're going to build I'd say there's probably going to be a few cliffhangers for the next season is it going to be Barbara Gordon related will it be Joker related will it be, who knows, we don't know will the guy Doctor Strange escape and make his own escape into Arkham himself or who knows so yeah and the Riddler's going to escape at some point and become the Riddler so that'll probably be season 3 but yeah Gotham I think uh, Supergirl I'd say was 8 out of ten. Shield 9 out of 10 but Gotham was a good old 10 out of 10 this week and any news for us? Not much news, just uh, uh, that the change in network for Supergirl may mean that we lose Ali McBeal or Clista yeah. Flockhart. Yeah. Um, Mrs. Harrison Ford? Mrs. Harrison Ford, yes. No, not, let's not define her. Come on, she's a very feminist <laughs> character. Let's not define her based on a man. Yeah. Uh, she, she stands up to Supergirl and then gets thrown off by Supergirl. Yeah. But yeah, no, but her contract may be with the network it's already on, so she may be lost to. This and I've that heard. S- but I think I've, I've heard some rumors that not the entire ensemble will be staying the same in Legends of Tomorrow yes. as well, but that may be relevant to what's happening in the finale. So I don't want to. Sp- I don't want to know yet. Yeah. But maybe there'd be different. I mean, I know Prison Breaks back, so I don't think. He'll still be around and um, who knows. He's been heatwave. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Both well, they both in Anyway, yeah, so that's uh, been my week. Thank you for letting me talk. No and I hope you uh, will come, come back next week to talk finales. Yeah, and where can we find you elsewhere on Brum Radio? Uh, oh, yes, my well, Happy Talk show won't be on uh, this week because it's Bank Holiday, but I'll be back a week on Monday uh, after I've been on here again. Uh, and I'm producer Paul on most shows. Just listen to most shows. You hear me in the background. And that's 12 till 2 Mondays. 12 till 2 on Mondays, but not Bank Holiday Mondays. Okay. Like a day off. Thank you very much, Paul. Cheers. i see you next week.
2: Thanks for listening
0: to this Brum Radio podcast. If you've enjoyed it, please consider joining our listener supporters. You can do this by clicking the support tab on our website or go direct to Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Brum Radio. Brum Radio shows are streamed
5: online at the Brum Radio Mixcloud page and you can find more podcasts at brumradio.com.